Uh, we're back. Uh, black, black, black again. Black, 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 black again. Hey. <laughs> I, I'm always loving these moments before. I feel like we always come back like laughing, and it's because it's it just gets so ridiculous in the prep that it's just like, all right. Let's just hit the button. We just say something stupid, and we're just like, okay, here we are. It is what it is. <laughs> Point. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? Um, welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Alliance. The Brothers Alliance. Oh Lord, here we go. Okay, I'm already messing with right. myself. I'm giving you a couple of seconds to figure it out because you always forget until it's time. So we, I'm just, we're just gonna let you have this moment to you know. <laughs> no, I'm, it's just fine. I'm just gonna go for we'll it. Figure it out. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. We'll shoot from the hip. Uh, yeah, so welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Alliance where um, the A is on the test not the rest. They're not all going to be winners. They're not all going to be winners. <laughs> but you dare say clearly. I see you fixing your lips to say clearly. <laughs> the reason I'm upset right now, by the way, is because I actually did think about it this week. I was the like, okay, what's my week tag? you think about it? The one week. It is exceptionally worse than every other week. I'm I'm not going to apologize. Also, I'm Vaughn. That's my name. Good good to know. Hey, how you doing? I'm Jamel. Good to see you. You look good. Good Skin looking right. You know, I'm blessed. Uh, Also, shout out to this ring light. Oh, you got you a ring light? Oh. You know, every now and again, I got to make sure the lighting is looking. And also, we are um, we're recording a little bit earlier. So we have a little bit more sunlight. So we're we're seeing each other. Your skin is also glowing. You're effervescent and, is the word and, I'm going to use. Invisible. Because <laughs> I'm usually the one in the dark. It's visible. I'm usually the one yes. in the dark. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> This is all over the place so far with this intro, and that's okay. Uh, I ain't new. If you happen to be new to us, weird week to start. Go back, come pa- catch up, and then come back here. Uh, but we yeah. are a podcast where we review episodes of Big Brother, and we're two brothers. That's that's really the long and short of it. That's the entire explanation. <laughs> two brothers, you're welcome. Brother. <laughs> you ready to get into um, it? I'm I'm ready. Uh, I'll let I'll let you lead the charge here because I have a specific point where I want to jump in. Um, but I'm gonna let you. Lord, Lord, I'm petrified already. Okay, so basically, where we left off was that uh, we found out that uh, one uh, Sarah Beth hmm. uh, knows. Okay, one Sarah Beth knows how to you know. Uh, make her way across some balance beams in a significant amount of time, enough for her to become the new head of household. So going into the week, I'm already nervous because I already know she was trying to come for Hannah a while back. She was trying to come from Derek X. So I already know like this week is going to be an issue. And who else knows that it's going to be an issue? Kylan, because Kylan is Sarah Beth's number one. And he realizes that he has to put in some work 
to uh, protect his main alliance, the cookout. Um, we also get to see uh, at this point in the game, Big D starting to crack. <laughs> Which honestly is a bit impressive, I will say. Given, oh, no, yeah. given seven weeks, it's a big mental trip yeah. to be in the house, and for him to just now be having those moments, like I, I applaud that. But it's it's rough, and especially to have so much uncertainty. I mean, he just lost a close ally of his in Brittany, and um, to be in this space now where he's like, okay. I don't have like my base is shifting and uh, someone from outside my alliance just got power. It's shaky. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Especially when I don't think there's been a week minus the first one where uh, a Joker hasn't gone on the block. Exactly. And that, hmm. Yeah. That is actually true. So, yeah, he has the right to start feeling some kind of way, especially this week. And also given the fact that, and I, I mentioned this to a friend of mine, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, a friend of mine was watching watching along, um, and I mentioned to her like the second time that Britney got put up, I was like, oh, she's not winning. Like, she's up as a pawn week two. I called it then. I was like, oh, dang. So sorry for this woman who will not win this game. Oh, you did call it. <laughs> like, I knew. Because especially when the house is seemingly as even keeled as it is, like, there's not a lot of drama or I hate this person um, necessarily to go off of, like, going after certain people. It's going to be a toss-up. You might have a target, but you're not going to have a group of targets because it, it seems like, yeah, it is the house. And so the Jokers, um, they got shot in the foot. One, in Frenchie being as weird as he was. Two, in <laughs> Brittany being a target for as, as often as she was. And then for Big D and Aza not to be able to step up and win those competitions to protect each other, they're sitting mm-hmm. ducks. I'm not necessarily Basically. saying that they're floating, but they are sitting ducks when it comes to the comp. Uh, component of the game. Mm, they went floating a little bit. Uh, I think there's a it's, strong it's, it's, argument. It's an argument. It's an argument for it, yep. Specifically for Aza. Big D, I think he is... I think he is in a better... Or you know, was in a better position uh, socially. Because it does Agreed. seem like... He, you know, is doing the the, mo- the movement to, like, go around and be friendly and smile. But even in, like, how he had to coach Aza about, like, not freaking out and not showing that she's upset, like, mm-hmm. that shows a, a different level of awareness to me on his part where, yeah, I think he, he is aware of what, he, what he's capable of in terms of, like, the physical game or the comp component of the game. And he's mm-hmm. doing a lot of that work to make up for it socially. I will give you that. I'll agree with that. But I will say, like, even though they haven't, like, won competitions between the two of them, it's always Aza, like, of the two, who's going to be the one that would win the competitions. Because in every, almost every competition that they have both competed in, 
she has always done better than him. So, oh, and like by in a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> not even close. But if you um, want to get into the the drama, since we yeah, I was going to say, since you talk about cookout members, this was this was a bit of a, a turn, and I did want to like this is what I wanted to save my moment for. Um, I already knew. <laughs> we get a chance to see Big D and Tiffany um, really unpack the the awkwardness kind of between them which I think really came to a head when um, Tiffany was trying to like grab Britney for a moment and Big Big D was like, okay, great. We all can go up there. And him and Ozzy went up there like bodyguards, which is strange because y'all are, to Tiffany's point, if we all, if you, we're in an alliance together, you just need to trust what I'm saying. And you need to not, you making it hot by doing all this. I, um, in my ignorance, <laughs> or my naivety, I'll say. Um, okay. I, based on some of the diary room stuff we saw at the end of last week, I was like, oh, great. Okay, it's water under the bridge. They're they're good. And maybe we're, we're just catching the edit at a different time, but we did get a chance to see the two of them, Big D and Tiffany, really talk about that moment and talk about their dynamic um, and really get into it. Uh, and just... There's something to be said about watching black people speak to black people in a solely black space, which is exactly what we got. And I I would say it's probably one of the first times this is up there in terms of black moments on Big Brother. For me, this is up there in the same league of um, Howard and Candace having a conversation. Agree. Agree. hundred percent. Um, which I think also speaks to why it's so important to have all these black people on this show so we can get these perspectives like we're getting. But I mean, we even get what I am. I am noticing a trend of Tiffany having a strong opinion and stance and not wavering from it. And everybody, like all these other folks uh, or these, these men really, it's just the men coming in, uh, with a, a much softer approach, it's wild to watch like the the gender roles, quote unquote, like flip a bit in these situations. Because I think mm-hmm. about right now we're seeing her and Big D. I think about the Good Morning moment with her and the conversation she had with Kyland, and like when nobody mm-hmm. spoke. Like, good morning to it was Kyland's uh, SB and I think uh, Xavier. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of these moments where she's I'm not saying a hothead, but she's like expressing herself fully. And these men kind of bow or like try to bring her back down in terms of like energy. Well, age does play a part in that too, because she's significantly, not like significantly, significantly, but maybe like, what, like 10 years older than the next person too. So I figure once you get past like a certain age, like that's when you really start like coming into your own and being like, these are my thoughts, here are my reasons. And I know I'm not wrong in my reason, so why are we having this issue right now? Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And we even get to see in that same, and to speak to that dynamic of that security in yourself and your stance, we see mm-hmm. Big D, who, as we've mentioned, is um, younger than Tiffany. Um, <laughs> let's just go right into it. 
the the moment where he says, "Cause you know we're we're cut from the same cloth," and hey. she cut in. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we what? Huh? Nah. Mm mm. Mm mm. Granted, no, you're you're great. Grant, the music doesn't help either. Like the editors know what they're doing. Like adding that, like Period. the I think about the you know the the TikTok meme of like the at the what is that the Bad Girls Club uh, sound like that like Big Brother was doing a lot of that, not that specific sound obviously, but adding a dramatic I know sound. What you're talking about. Yep, and we get to see for as much as as Big D is coming to the table and trying to like make amends, what I f- can only respect from Tiffany is that she made her needs abundantly clear and what her like demands or requirements were, which was you did this, which made me feel disrespected. And I have yet to hear an apology from you. And Big D mm-hmm. either missing it or not owning up to it has like, even in that moment, like I can only appreciate somebody who says, this is what's wrong and this is how you can make it right. And if at that point that person doesn't do those things, it's a wash. Then yeah, mm-hmm. you might be hands clean of them. So I, I respect Tiffany for that. I think I think in life, that is the way to go. Like obviously like own yourself, set your boundaries as you need. In the game, I, I don't know what that's going to do for her. And I'm not saying it's only going to negatively affect her. I'm genuinely saying I don't know how much of that serves her in this space. I don't think it, in terms of the game, I don't think it really serves that big of a purpose just because even while they're having this conversation, they both understand that like, the cookout's still the cookout. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's still gonna take precedence over whatever BS that they dealing with. Right. So I think just even having that, well, having the conversation, it's more of just like, it's a, just a personal thing where it's like, if you are supposed to trust me, you do this and you never came up to me afterwards, it took what, a week and a half, two weeks? for this conversation to even happen. Yeah. And you're def- you're still defending what you did after I explained to you how it made me feel. Like, that's an issue. Yeah. So it's like, while it's not like a game thing, y'all still have to live together. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so. And it's wild to see, like, I really, I, obviously we are, the Brothers Alliance, so we're rooting for the cookout, duh. But I can't wait for these these six to make it to the final six. And then we can have, I feel like then we'll be able to have like an even deeper discussion about Big Brother because it'll just be six Negroes in a house. Um, and then we can really break down the game. Because I think, to your point, there are so many personal things that are setting up uh, some dividers between them. But they do, mm-hmm. I appreciate that they do recognize the necessity to keep the six, six. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I lived for that moment. It was great. 
I stand by Tiffany always. So, <laughs> so black. I mean, just I I am here for any um, explicitly black moment on network television. I just that's I love it. We need more of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and especially in these unexpected places like Big Brother, um, in a in the storage room, yeah, <laughs> where all the real conversations happen, right? Uh, but moving right along, um, Sarah Beth's still H O H. So and see, that's the issue. Um, As you move ah! along, I really don't want to talk about her at all or this H O H. But we have to. We don't we have to do anything to stay black show. and die. That too. But, you know, we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> okay. I was going to try to defend it, but I realized I can't. So I'm like, we're just going to talk about it anyway. Uh, so Sarah Beth is trying to figure out who really poses a threat to her game. Who does she not trust? Who are people that she really needs to look out for further down the line. And the people that come up for her were uh, Derek X, Alyssa, and Xavier. Derek because combis, Alyssa and Xavier because it was it became very apparent to her, Sarah Beth, that even within the King's Alliance, she felt like she was at the bottom of that group. Which was true because Alyssa and Xavier were the two to both to a big turk. So mm-hmm. she figures that one of those three is probably going to be like her target for the week. And with that said, she wants to make sure that this uh, power from the high rollers room, the chopping block roulette, that gets used while she's HOH. So she doesn't have to worry about it next week. Again, the chopping block roulette is if you win the competition, you take someone off the block and then their replacement is determined by the spin of a roulette wheel. Not here for it. I kind of am, but I'm just messy like that. It's chaotic and that is, you You do live for the chaos. I live for chaos that's not mine at any given point. <laughs> So, you know, she's, like, having these conversations. She's trying to, like, figure out, like, who would even, like, play, you know, to sort of flesh this power out for her. And, you know, some people are kind of, like, dancing around the subject, playing it down like they don't have any money. Big D in particular. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alyssa's, like, straight out, like, yeah, I would I would play. And, like, anything to keep myself safe, basically, because she she feels like she really doesn't have anyone outside of Xavier like that anymore. Right. So, and then people like Derek X is like, mm, I would consider it, but like, I'd rather do the coin of destiny. It's the gamble on top of the gamble. Cause you, you spend the BB bucks to play the game in hopes of winning and using that power. But you can also save that money in hopes that you're for one, you will be there next week to have that money to even mm-hmm. spend. Um, right. But yeah, it's for for Derek X. He's at this point he has a hundred dollars. That coin of destiny is two fifty, right? Or, or is it? Yeah, uh, two fifty. Yeah. So he just needs well, not just, but he needs to at least be in the top six, 
voted house guests for this week and next week to be able to even get that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so we, then we get into, do get to see. Oh, you, you go for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> this was interesting <laughs> to me to watch. Um, <laughs> To watch Tiffany, Claire, and uh, Derek X, a.k.a. Uh, Baby D, uh, we see them kind of have a conversation and start to talk about uh, who's working with who. And that, <laughs> I lived for this moment so much. Because we see, we see Derek X start to put the pieces of the puzzle together in a, a really clear mm-hmm. way. And Claire is just adding on top of it. And we get to see Tiffany just kind of like take it all in. And then I think even when they said mentioned that Xavier uh, like would be, you know, involved that um, Tiffany was like, Oh, well, I don't know. And like kind of deflected and, mm-hmm. and Tiffany walked out, try, you know, like, try, well, Oh, whatever. I don't, that's crazy. And she leaves. Mm-hmm. And then the two of them are like, Huh? Do you think these people are working together? And I, <laughs> I just—it's <laughs> a sort of situation where it's like hiding in plain sight, which is my favorite mm-hmm. thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? These six people might be working together. Not that, that doesn't make any sense. There's the—that's racist of me to be like, oh, the black people are all working together. That's weird. <laughs> and you know they won't say that. But you know, you know, it, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. If if you suspect it, you suspect it. You know, and right. your suspicions are right. But you're not gonna, you know, <laughs> try to call anybody out on that. But you know, these are these are moments where people, I think, would, if you do suspect it, you would say something about them working together, and like you would try, you would do everything you could to avoid saying the black people are working together, even though mm-hmm. the literal reason the alliance was formed is because the black people wanted to work black. together. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just love a dynamic change? Don't you? It's And watching it, literally, this was the week where, for me, it clicked in. I don't know if, if you had the same experience um, so far, but I was like, oh... This is what it's like for white people to watch this show. When you see like everybody who looks like you, like in power, making decisions and like you're rooting for them. We usually are relegated to the one or two who get picked off at some point. But to have all of the black people still in the game and working Mm -hmm. together, I was like, oh, okay. You mean like last season, especially, right? Well, okay. Where, where where they had the six that made it to the six, and they were, you know, hmm. <laughs> um, not quite right skinned. <laughs> I'm just trying out phrases. But... Listen, have you have you seen them TikToks? Yes. Where they just have a, a list. Oh yeah, and we just go the ongoing list of all of these of uh, wild, wild names for not us people. Um, and we'll leave it right there. We will leave it at that. So, 
uh, <laughs> we do get to see a point where, you know, Sarah Beth is having a conversation with her number one, Kylan, and they're trying to, like, figure out sort of what the best options are going into nominations, putting into consideration the chopping block roulette. And, you know, uh, Kylan is trying to steer her in a direction that's not two cookout members on the block, hopefully none, but Mm -hmm. just not two. And uh, we do get to see like a little bit of like a pushback from Sarah Beth as well too, where it's like, I understand this, but also I don't think that's good for my game personally. So it's like, it's good to see that she has a mind of her own. But another thing, I whenever she has on them damn shades, because I'm pretty sure she had them on when this conversation was happening too. Huh? Yeah, she keeps those shades on whenever she has to have like a real game conversation. And I don't get why. I don't get it either, but I feel like whenever she, whenever she has them on specifically is when she like turns up a little bit. Yep. Because she's blocked her gateway, you know? Yeah, people can't get into her soul or nothing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but she does get like more, you know, more brolic or whatever. Even when, um, which I thought was a wild strategy. I think that was when, because uh, Derek X had put her up, right? And she just kind of sat mm-hmm. in front of him with them glasses on. In silence. In silence. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of spilled his entire life. <laughs> I was like, look, I don't want I'm you to like, go home. Oh, it worked. Damn. Yeah. Upsetting. But she she figures that to give her um, the, band, the best chance at getting one of her targets out this week, that she needs to put up two pawns to start the week off. Um, which she ends up doing. She puts up Big D and Claire. So I was like, interesting. Yeah. Because I really, I really didn't personally see that coming. No, it, it didn't really make sense. Um, what they did mention once they got Big D on the block, uh, and this is, you know, coming up, I suppose, but that he is in a really good position socially where it's like nobody's going to vote against him because everybody from a competition for from a social standpoint, he's pretty chill with everybody. And then from a competition standpoint, you know, you can beat him eventually. Mm-hmm. For when, mm-hmm. you know, when that moment comes. But yeah, and I also felt a little bit like so we might see this actually come up, but I felt like Kylan might've coached uh, SB through her, uh, her nomination speech. Cause it was also concise. Like his are, and you know what I mean? It's like concise, sort of mysterious and to the point. I, I think that's just her though. Fair. We'll give her that credit. If that's her credit, then she'll have it. Great. We'll give it a little bit of credit. Um, so <laughs> we get to uh, the high rollers room is back open. So we get a chance to see how much BB Bucks uh, America has given to all the house guests to hopefully play in the chopping block roulette this week, which is worth 125 BB Bucks. 
So mm-hmm. again, going into the week, who do you, who did you think was gonna get the most money? Oh, um, again, from like a, a, a population standpoint, I thought for sure we were going to get uh, Derek X as one of the top earners. Um, I thought maybe things might switch up and Tiffany might be a top earner. Um, and the last one I thought was possibly Alyssa. Given that like they highlighted the fact that she's like, oh, America doesn't like me like last week. And she, you know, she's mm-hmm. young, attractive, like kind of the, the the typical Big Brother casting thing. Um, so I wouldn't, I yeah, I, I just assumed based on how she responded in that first moment, she would for sure be one of the three. What about you? Mm-hmm. I was sticking with my three I had last time: <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, Derek X, and Tiffany. That's a good trio. But we uh, find out that the people to get the $100 were Derek X. Mm-hmm. Claire. Why? And Big D again. Yeah. Y- you know, I was giving you some flack about the whole I sadly to the both thing being endearing. Maybe that is it is what it is. Maybe I'm like, how are you getting <laughs> two weeks in a row? I'm, I I I don't see it. I don't. But you might be onto something. <laughs> yeah. Um. Which briefly, we won't. We don't have to stay here long. If we are, it's fine. Anyway. Um. I also thought about because we're obviously we're all up in arms about the the amount of black representation on this season. But then I was thinking about the queer representation as well. And mm-hmm. that is something that I don't think they've highlighted as much this season. Highlighted? No, at least not recently. Like there was a point where like, we did see like Sarah Beth talk about like her situation and her girlfriend, all that stuff. Right. But in terms of like uh Big D, I feel like he just like brings it up casually, like every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's never like a conversation conversation. Right. And then Kylan too, which I'm still waiting on. Uh <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, it hasn't been a, a big highlight yet. But it's interesting that all the queer people are still in the house right now at least. So is that more Big Brother history? Uh, you know what I mean? Probably not, but... <laughs> well, well, in terms well, of, like, no, the what... number of queer people in, yes. I'm right. not sure. Because we're been, talking like, four. Four, right. Yeah, probably. Four that we know of, or... Yeah. So... Yeah, that is interesting to to see all of that play out. But I think, like when it comes to the 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 voting components, I'm thinking about populations and like those population votes getting split up. However, they get split up, so that's why it's hard for me to really say any one black person getting a vote. Other than like, I think Tiffany does evoke a lot of like Davon 
fandom and folks. So I, that's why I was kind of thinking that she would be a, a top earner. But with for Derek X, like he's the only Asian person, right? Unless somebody else is uh, Filipino or something. What? Well, I mean, Hannah's technically Asian. Yeah. Not, not technically, she is Asian. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, so that's why him getting that wasn't a surprise. And then I just kind of chalked up Big D kind of getting the, the gay vote, so to speak, um, pretty much exclusively. That's fair. Then we find out the $75 uh, Mm -hmm. goes to Hannah again, Xavier again. And this time, Alyssa. She's climbing. <laughs> She's climbing. And that leaves the 50 with uh, Aza, Sarah Duh. Beth, Duh. Tiffany, and Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Am I worried about Just to clarify, right. who, are those, who are the who are those does for? Just to clarify. <laughs> Aza and Sarah Beth. Okay. <laughs> Kylan being as low as he was surprised me. I could see Tiffany rubbing some of America the wrong way, you know, so to speak, which is why she might not have been as high. But I felt, I feel like, <laughs> bear with me. Oh, Lord. Sorry. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Take your time. This keeps coming up, and I don't mean it to, but it just keeps coming up. I, I think like, you do, whatever it is, but okay. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I think most of America likes Kylan, so I'm surprised he was so low. But then I think about people like my own mother, who does not like Kylan. <laughs> hey, Ma. <laughs> see, see the, the, the thing is, he has, he has too much power in the game right now. Yes. Like, he, he literally went from... Because wasn't he just the HOH? He was. And then going into his number one outside the cookout being HOH? That makes sense. And him also having a second veto? Yeah, he's shared the wealth a little bit. Fair enough. So yeah, he wasn't going anywhere this week anyway, so... He don't need it. (laughs) Yeah. And so with all these uh, BB Bucks being distributed... And knowing that the high roller room is 125, there are going to be some folks who may not have the cash enough to to uh, compete yet. Um, but what's interesting is so the the competition itself, uh, I don't remember the name of. Do you remember the name? I don't think I had a name. Um, Outside but, of just shopping block roulette, which oh, which makes the competition itself make sense. Because the competition, you have to stand on a, like a platform and rotate a ball around a circle like a roulette wheel. I just put that together. Proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that uh, there was actually only one person to <laughs> compete in this competition. So that person, no matter how terribly they did, they were going to win. Yeah. That person ended up being Alyssa. (laughs) And it's a resume builder just the same. 
Like I won exactly because the thing is, no one's gonna know who actually competed in it. Mm-hmm. They just know who won. So a win is a win. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. And but it's interesting though to see that it the way they like show up editing whatever it really came down to Alyssa and then Derek X being the last one to sort of play and we see like Kylan having a conversation with him like saying like uh you probably shouldn't play you might want to save the money for next week basically and that's exactly what Derek X did because I think he would have if he would have competed in this he probably would have won against Alyssa yes I agree with that um what's so wild to me though is to see how calculated Kylan is because he was so clearly aligned with Derek X, but then to like suggest that he not play seemingly to, to make sure that he didn't get this power. Like it's a little cold blooded for, you know, an ally who has fought for you and like worked with you. Right. But at the same time, Kylan, has the cookout in mind as number one, no matter what, right? So he wants to make sure that all options are available because there really isn't that many. <laughs> yeah. So, um, exactly. So, yeah, Alyssa wins. So then now she has to take someone off the block and then spin the roulette wheel for a replacement nominee. She decides to take off uh, Big D. I was so grateful for that. I was like, girl, you have no idea what you just caused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, if only you knew about this this cookout. If only. <laughs> but um, then she spins the roulette wheel. And her worst nightmare came true. Yeah, in that the only person that she didn't want it to land on, it landed on, and that <laughs> person was Xavier. When I tell you, I'm sure everybody was shook. Oh yeah, had to be. Everybody was shook because Xavier wasn't going to go up anytime soon. No, like, like not at all. So for the the first time for him to go up on the block be a damn roulette wheel from his number one outside the cookout, wow. But again, <laughs> chaos. Yep. <laughs> 100% tracks for you. And I just, my heart went out to Alyssa in that moment because it's like, yeah, I wanted to guarantee myself some safety, but then I just put, it. Yeah, it was just perfectly chaotic to put her number one in danger um, but I was again because really, of because of her because of her. <laughs> she <laughs> literally put the ball on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing that made me at peace with all of it because I I hate seeing any of the cookout on the block, but the thing that made me at peace was that there was only one member on the block because that means they don't have to split the vote or guarantee. There's no guarantee that a cookout member will go home. They can just let it ride. Yeah, no matter what, they they were going to have the majority. 
Yeah. All you need is for this week. All you need is sports with it, and there's five members of the cookout down the block. So easy breezy. But now that the power has been flushed out, uh, Sarah Beth is ready to execute her potential backdoor plan, which was, for no surprise, Derek X. Now, now that this is all like in place here, do mm-hmm. you think that's the smart play for her to get rid of Derek X? Like knowing, like from her standpoint, um, for her, no. And I say no because, in terms of Derek X, even though he did he did put her on the block, which I get, um. His, he was never, he never had the intention for her to be the one voted out. So that's one person who wasn't going to come for you that you're now trying to take out. Right. But I do understand if she, well, mm, because then the thing is too, I feel like in, in her mind, she might be thinking, if I were to get rid of Derek, that could be one less person for me to worry about with Kylan, about who his allegiance is going to be towards. True. But in terms of, like, her, like, biggest, like, biggest threat to her game, I don't, yeah, I don't think it would have been Derek. I agree. And I don't know who necessarily that would be. I like I feel And that's the like, problem. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a bit shocked that she didn't take the shot at Hannah. Cause there was that like drama between the two of them. I mean true, but then they, they did have like a little bit of an agreement, which I guess she was was staying sort of true to at this point but there is that Um, so now with her sort of backdoor plan in mind Sarah Beth does have a conversation with Claire and basically informs Claire that she doesn't want her gone now (laughs) Here go Claire putting two and two to make four. Because she's like, okay, well, she's not coming after me. But who are the biggest threats to her game right now? What, what is she? Who does she name? She named uh, Xavier, right? I believe so, yeah. She, I think she named Xavier, Kylan, and Derek as like the three, like, yeah, yeah, it was those basically. So she's like, well, she's working with Kylan, so it's not going to be him. Her and Xavier are pretty tight with the Kings, presumably so still, so it's not going to be them. That just leaves Derek. 
oh shit, I should probably go tell Derek since I'm working closely <laughs> with him. <laughs> and to see that, to, so then she has this conversation with Derek and she's like, you might want to talk to her about what's about to happen. And we see Derek and SB have this conversation about like these veto plans. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, this is my issue. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this quote down. Um, Derek X proceeded to say to SB, I'm going to ask you a question, but you don't have to answer it. What? So why are you even, what yeah. are we really doing? Mm-hmm. And I get mm-hmm. you're trying to press the, the HOH without ruffling feathers but why even say anything at all because that all you're really doing is showing your hand to say that you're nervous or you like you think you might be the target right that i do see but sb gave not a damn she gave nothing (laughs) and i'm just like so she she she's good for keeping her mouth shut for the most part she shouldn't tell claire all that but yeah she knows when the to put her under lock and key, which I'll give her that. Anyone who who knows how to control their mouth, I'm here for. I mm, have it. So we get yeah, to the veto, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, or at least picking the players for the veto, and we Come see. Hmm. My story. Hmm? <laughs> <Come on> story. <laughs> I I, I, I want to hear the story. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear the story. So we see SB picks Aza. And so I'm thinking like, okay, there's like a King X connection of like what's Xavier's like situation. Um, and like, Xavier's also on the block, obviously. So I'm like just seeing X is like the common thread there. And I'm gonna just jump down okay. to him. And so Xavier, he drawed Alyssa. So it was like, okay, hey, I'm trying to make amends for the thing. like. You picking my name is like the exact opposite of me having put you on the block randomly, um, also randomly a moment ago. And Claire has uh, has drawn Big D. And I also just love that half of the veto. And I think that's going to just be true. I think the, num- the percentage will only grow uh, is cookout, which I really, really enjoyed. But we got, got no stretch in the arms. <laughs> From all that reaching you just Fantastic did? For nothing. Call you what? Mr. Fantastic. Oh, okay. They also don't call me Mr. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we get into the veto. And it would no, actually, before we get to that, uh, I have <laughs> another quote oh, no. of their X's that. I just want to take a moment to unpack. Okay. Derek X said, and I quote, I didn't get picked. I don't know what karma I did in a past life, but it's hitting me right now. And I wrote it down because Derek X, this isn't karma from a past life. This was weeks ago, buddy. This karma from two weeks ago. (laughs) This, This was you two weeks ago. This isn't a past life. You did this. this. Just, yeah. 
history repeating itself. Put yourself here. And while I'm on my soapbox, which I kind of stumbled on just now. Oh, um, Lord. Okay. <laughs> I, Derek X, because I know you're listening to this podcast actively right now. I warned you about this when you, it was week one or week two or whatever. And you were winning like all them competitions back to back to back. Like he, when he won that first veto, then the second veto, I said he shouldn't win so much so early because they're going to call him a comp beast. And he's going to like, you need to fly under the radar, win when you have to, not when you want to. Um, and so he's, it's, and he took that shot. You know, he took that shot at Christian, which I still think was early. I still think he was too early in taking Christian out, but. And I'm still going to disagree and that's okay. I get it. I respect the move, but there's, there's more to be done. You, you would, would you have wanted to go to the jury with four Kings? A conversation a for a earlier? different time, but we'll think about it. No, no, no. A week earlier. Okay, go ahead. I uh-huh. would have. I would have taken the shot at Christian because, or uh, taken a shot at a king, absolutely. But uh-huh. it's not like there is an added bonus to the four of you know all four of a team making it to a certain level. It's not like they all then are granted safety for an additional two weeks. Like the week well, he no, won. Well, no, it's not that. The- Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> My thing is the week he won was the week that those teams got split up. And yeah. I get that. I get that you have you see this team of four that has not been touched, so to speak. But uh-huh. you you already are an ace, and you're working with a queen as like your number one like comrade. So uh-huh. you understand that clearly. You understand that the the dynamic between teams can supersede the team itself because the teams will go away and the teams had just gone away. So going after Christian, because he was a former King at that point just seemed, and yes, he's a a strong competitor, but Christian wasn't gunning for him at all. So he wound up, I think putting a bigger target on himself and like the, the conversation that Xavier put in the Christian's head, which then got shared with Derek X about, them being shields for each other was absolutely mm-hmm. right. And he has now yeah. isolated and siloed himself because he no longer has Christian who wasn't gunning for him in the first place. And yeah, take the shot when you can, but I still think it was too early. We're going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna leave it at that. No, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, we, we gonna leave it at that. We we gonna save it for a different time. But what we'll save it for when we get a full jury, so we can get a full understanding of the jury. Because I think that's where it really like comes into play for me, at least. Okay, I I see the path you about to take us down, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We will get there. But continue on with the veto competition. <laughs> okay. um, simply put, veto is called Domino Effect. And uh, it's kind of cool. So throughout the, there's a landscape with stairs and everything. 
and throughout this landscape there are a set there are different sets of like red um dominoes that are already in place and the set of green dominoes already in place and the um the dominoes are set up such that you have to put in blank dominoes in between them to connect them all to go from the starting point and have them all connect in some path to a buzzer at the end and the person and you have to chain three um three either red things to get to the buzzer or three uh, green things to get to the buzzer the reds are all punishments so you're you're taking on a certain set of punishments to win the veto or you're taking on a certain set of prizes and of course you're not winning the veto um we <laughs> and then of course the fastest time wins so the fastest time whoever went for the green dominoes wins the fastest time whoever went for the red dominoes wins and um just to uh jump mm-hmm. dive right in so one person uh went for the green prizes i wonder who it was <laughs> it was big d now Grace, there was a potential no. for, like, there was a potential for like 10 grand wasn't there because there were like there was a five thousand like two twenty five hundreds. I think so. In any event, Big D had a uh, hundred, an additional hundred BB bucks, uh, and seventy five hundred dollars. And he, he said, we get to cut between him, between them announcing uh, the winner, and they all they did was announce that somebody won. And that in their their final time or whatever, and that one person went for it, right? And Big D is like, "Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to play it cool, and I'm looking like who who won? I wonder." And literally everybody else is like, "Big D took the money." Big D, <laughs> <laughs> like duh, like the one person. Who got put off the block? Of course, he got one for it. What? Right. <laughs> but but see, I don't know why he went for them BB bucks though. Because see, if he, because if he already, uh, so you said it might have been one five thousand two twenty five hundred, right? The thing is, he already has. Doesn't he already have like two hundred bucks or something? He or has. Did he, did he play uh, in the first one? One fifty. He did play in the first one. Oh, he has one fifty. So with this oh. additional hundred, now he has the you know, the right amount to do the coin of destiny. Okay, fair. I, I was thinking that I forgot he went for the first one because I was about to say if you if he already had two hundred, there was no point in him getting a hundred more. Oh, because you're going to get fifty by default anyway. Right. True. Yeah. But okay. All right. Um. So yes, Big D won. Everybody knows he won. Except everybody knows. That he won, and nobody he doesn't know that everybody knows that he won, <laughs> right? Which kind of on brand, I guess. I was gonna say it tracks, right. it 100% tracks. <laughs> Somebody trying to be slick in your face, like, yeah, that that's him, right? But who won the veto, Xavier? Which, um, one of the, of the punishments, I think a part of what makes it tricky is that one of the punishments is that you would be a third nominee at the next available 
uh, you know, mm-hmm. moment of if you won HOH next week, obviously you can't go up that week. But then the following week, you would be uh, at the next moment, you'd be third nominee. And that was to use that punishment would significantly shorten the amount of time it took you to build a string of three. And I think a lot of I think everybody avoided that punishment as they were building their strategy, except Xavier, because he won in like three minutes. How? Like, my God. Because that for me means that your dominoes fell right the first try. Yes. And that's a part of that's a part of the issue with like seeing some of the other people put this stuff together. Like Aza, watching her play, I was like, why is she putting so many dominoes in here? Like dominoes need momentum to work. And this is the physics, uh, the physics studying and training coming out. You need enough momentum from that fulcrum uh, <laughs> to get to get to transfer that energy and she just was stacking too many dominoes which is comp- taking up time and slowing everything down but i think mm-hmm. xavier he must have i can imagine with his strength he was probably doing two dominoes at a time and spacing them out exactly where they need to go true true true, true. so in addition to getting a third nominee he also chose the punishment bb bankrupt which meant that he lost all of his BB bucks that he had at that moment, which was 150 gone. Um, and strategy shutdown, which meant that he would be locked in the have not room for 24 hours prior to it's time for him to vote, which means anything can go down. Yeah. Which he doesn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine you were on the block. That would have been crazy. I know it couldn't have happened because you would have won the veto, so it wouldn't matter. But I'm. We're actually not going to go there. I'm going to save that mess for a different season where it might happen. But just we'll just leave that there. Mm, okay, <laughs> we'll leave it right there. <laughs> um. But we get to see um, a nice little lovely moment where uh, CBS is kind of like throwing in some give back in the whole situation. So we get to see uh, the house guests are like putting together some uh, like emergency kits uh, for American Red Cross. And there's like a whole partnership moment thing that I thought was kind of nice. So, yeah, they in that house for a lot of time. A little bit of free labor ain't going to hurt them. Right. Be humans for a little bit. Help some people Volunteer. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess it's not volunteering because they're still being paid to be in the house. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then get to now have this conversation because obviously uh, with Xavier pulling himself down, the question is who's going to go up in his place? And I'm, again, confident in the cookout that they're... First, I don't think anybody else is necessarily in danger. Maybe Hannah. But that they for sure can control this vote. Because I was... A part of what I feared going into Vito was that Claire would win. And for whatever reason, this would be the moment where SB would go after Hannah or whomever else from the cookout. And then we have mm. to cook up. So I was very gr- grateful to see... like. 
I don't get too nervous about seeing a cookout member on the block, but it's like the potential to have two on the block is the worst case scenario. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but we start, start to see, okay, so we know that SB is gunning for Derek, gunning for this back door. And then the question becomes, okay, if if it is going to be Derek or if that's a potential, what do we need to do to, and this is Tiffany specifically, considering what do I need to do um, to be able to keep both of these options? So she concocts this plan for uh, potentially Hannah to go up and because if, again, if, if one cookout member's up, it's not a big deal because they have the, the numbers to keep that person. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like, at that point, yeah, it, Tiffany can kind of preserve her little bubble as best she can. Um, and she they, they even talk to uh, Hannah, or she even talks to Hannah about it. And Hannah's like, all right, yeah, I'm down. That makes sense. Because then I get to... And that also helps Hannah because if she goes up as a replacement and not Derek X, then that means Derek X can stay. Yeah, they would be kind of blindsiding Claire because she wouldn't see her not staying coming. But, you know, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. And, you know, Derek does bring this thing because it was for Tiffany to tell Derek to then bring it to Sarah Beth because it has to come from Derek and not Tiffany because right. I'm sure if it were to come for Tiffany Tiffany would see herself on the block right away but in terms <laughs> of Derek where it's like they like it's like they both know that he might be going up but no one's like saying anything about it <laughs> hey. so they're just like doing this little freaking dance about it but he brings it to Sarah Beth uh, this plan and she the 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 moment that I knew that she was sort of like kind of buying into it was she was like, so you you think that if we were to put Hannah up, that Hannah would go home, right? It's like, yeah, I wouldn't see a world where she wouldn't go home. I was like, when she started like asking like questions about it, that's when I knew she was like, mm, okay, I'm kind of considering it yeah. a little bit. What I I will say this though. Um, cause I don't know why people's words, like, I'm like, with the, with, with the shades on, mind you, but go ahead. <laughs> he specifically said when she asked him about, uh, if Hannah would go up, would she go home? He said the vote would be unanimous. Mm-hmm. response. And I was like, how judicial <laughs> well done. Right. Like AKA I would also vote for her to go. Right. Even though that is not the intention at all right um so great idea didn't, didn't work, work out she up anyway <laughs> right <laughs> in that moment my heart just sank i was like oh, damn mine too because i but really it has to be done brain. i am but it, it has to be done sooner or later that's that's yeah. the thing if we if we want this fun to kick out, they all got to go eventually. Yeah. So it's like we're I'm at like, the point, dang, Derek. If if this was another season where they didn't have a whole gaggle of black folk on this show, literally any other season, yeah, it it would have been different. But here we are. Here we, we now are. have 
Claire and Derek X up on the block together. And, you know, it's sort of like a, I don't want to say like a clear divide where like some people sure wanted to say, those people being Hannah, Ozza, and Tiffany, the ladies of the cookout. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like the guys want him to go. <laughs> so Xavier is trying to like get to work to like convince mainly Tiffany and Ozza because you know Hannah, Hannah and Derrickettes are super close. So uh, there's no point in waste trying to yeah waste the breath. Um, so we did see him talk to Xavier, talk to Ozza. And she understands his points and is trying to weigh out the options that are best for her. And then we see uh, Xavier having a conversation with Kylan and Tiffany, where it's like, it seems like there's a little bit of tension brewing mm-hmm. between Tiffany and uh, Kylan. Yeah. You have thoughts on it? I don't know. <laughs> I do. Go ahead. I think help, it's, help me figure it out. It's um, it's competing communication styles, and in that, there's a certain way that Tiffany expects conversations to go, um, where even in certain cases she will, like this one, she will back down, um from like stating her case, you know, in this case with talk about, oh, who should go, who should stay. She'll back down mm-hmm. or like get quiet because she feels like, what's the point? Cause y'all are already gonna whatever. And like she, to, to see Kylan who, for all the confrontational stuff I've seen him be a part of, he has a very level head and has like almost a textbook way of talking about issues and working through them, mm-hmm. that clearly doesn't gel with how Tiffany communicates. Gotcha. Okay. I can see that. And I think a part of that is, I think the the very nature of their communication styles is what makes them communicating so difficult because she can't quite pinpoint, it's not necessarily what he's saying, but how he's saying it that's getting under her skin. Which is the same thing with Asa. Yep. Yep. And I get that. Patterns. But, <laughs> you know, through the conversation, she basically just tells them uh, what they want to hear. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be on board with getting Derek out. Psych. If I can flip the vote, I'm going to flip the vote, basically. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, she has a, a conversation with Asa sort of about that conversation, basically how it's like, it seems like the the men of the cookout kind of feel like that they are the ones that are like in control, basically. Mm-hmm. And them realizing it's like, like the, the girls, we gotta look out for ourselves in the situation because they will get rid of one of us before they get rid of each other. Yeah. So they need to think about when it comes to Derek X and Claire, like who would really have the best interests of the three ladies, basically. Yeah. Which it makes, I think that it does make the stronger case for 
Derek X. Mm-hmm, because he's actually won the competition. <laughs> and that's it. Um, and that's it. <laughs> but then we see Xavier kind of gets like tossed to his little uh, his little corner. Um, where they like, like they refashioned the have not room, right? That's that's the room they were in. Yeah, they were in a half not room, refashioned a little bit. Um still same bedding. He takes very a small selection of food, some water. They have a little pop-up tent to function as his restroom, aka a bucket. I hate it. Uh, when I, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A bucket? Because what I'm... A bucket. Yeah, no, y'all got the wrong one. Right, because what I'm not about to do... it. I, I'm not even going to say it. Because you already know what I'm going to say. And we're going to leave it's it fine. at that. Yep. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> we do get to see... Um, an, another conversation actually, where they, it's like Tiffany is sort of like coaching Derek X on like what mm-hmm. he should do, but this time, in terms of uh, him going to Aza, basically saying like if you want to stay, like you need to like get Aza on board because you have Tiffany, you have Hannah, Kylan's probably gonna throw sympathy vote his way. Right. And you just need that one more, and then you're golden. Um, so he goes to Aza, and they actually have a very a very good relationship, the two of them, which I wasn't really, like, privy to. I just happened to, like, look at some, like, live feed stuff uh, yeah. earlier today. And they have, like, a little, like, cute little friendship going on. They, like, joke around with each other and stuff. So now seeing that... And then adding on, like, to this conversation, like, that they're having with each other, like, I can see, like, how heavy it's weighing on Aza for this decision, because she can basically, like, be that swing boat, you know? Right. Which I think it was, it's a smart play to start with Aza, because, you know, to you can just pl- pluck those heartstrings and she's on board. Right. Cause even herself said, she was like, I'm, I was so sure I was going to vote him out like 30 minutes ago. He came in and had this conversation. I don't know anymore. Which, wow. Which I mean, but it's like at the same time, like when it comes to Derek X and Claire, Derek would for sure like, keep her safe whereas Claire I'm not so sure that she would yeah it's, it's well, a no, literal she wouldn't. well no she wouldn't because she literally said her <laughs> her targets would be the Jokers and Xavier so yeah yeah so yeah I, I so, get the, the conflict yeah it's tough and usually going in to like that last moment before they start doing voting, I'm confident in knowing which way it's about to go or like. Correct. This time I did not know. Not a clue. 
not a clue at all. And even with their speeches, I was like, ooh, I, don't, I can't call it. Because um, I felt like Derek X's speech was a little too technical. And I think it's just because he used the word inflection point, which I haven't heard since I was in, like, what, differential equations? <laughs> like, Don't do that. <laughs> calc three, you know, like. Uh, I can't with you. <laughs> Go you're, ahead. You're, you're, you talking too smart. What are you doing? He can't help it. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Um, whatever. Um, so we get through to the votes, and it's a five-two split, and Derek X is gone. <sighs> Let me just go cry in this corner real quick, and I will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. Yeah, it needed to be done. Eventually. Eventually. I'm, yeah. sa- I'm sad it had to happen now, but it needed to be done. Yeah. Better now than before I get even more attached, I guess. Which I would have been a hundred percent. Uh love that man. He might get uh America's favorite house gifts though. I see that happening. That'll be nice. That'll That's be a nice. really good point. Yeah, getting some little, little, little coinage. Because he has a fun personality. Yeah. I also thought that, like, if they do, I also thought he'd be a good contender if they do another All Stars. You know, or I guess when they do the next All Stars, he's a really strong competitor. Has you know, he's a likable person. Mm-hmm. Like, you need someone. He like came in really not knowing the game and kind of learned along the way, but mm-hmm. now it's like now that he knows it, if he were to go into All Stars, yeah, he would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. So well, we shall see. But we then get to get into the uh, the HOH comp, which uh, they called BB NFTs, which I honestly personally neither still don't... do I. Okay. Nope. Um, not a clue. So this competition, they had to watch <laughs> some, it was a memory game. So you watched, you know, uh, a couple of GIFs of, which I was upset that Claire said uh, GIFs and not GIFs when she was explaining it. Maybe she knows more than we do. I refuse. I mean, she, she's the one that works in machine learning. I don't know. Maybe. It's okay. Uh, I'm still called GIFs though, but it is what it is. Here's the thing. Ben Carson... A full brain surgeon and a dummy at the same time. <laughs> I will have to narrate this because we don't have uh, y'all don't have video, but Jamel just literally took a drink of water. <laughs> he has no words, I suppose. As you were, as you were. Okay, so <laughs> the NFT game. Um, with you know, it's a memory game, so they're watching certain moments, replay. And you got to remember, um, you know, what the value was, what order stuff happened in, what the color of things were, and saw true false um, questions. And another thing I really enjoyed about this competition is that we're gonna go home 
we're gonna leave Thursday night knowing who won. We can we can go Look into Sunday already knowing who the HOH is. She did that just for you. And I believe that. I believe that fully <laughs> and I thank her for it. Um I I feel like this was maybe the quickest head of household competition we've had so far. Yeah. Wasn't it only like four questions that they asked? Was it? No. I think so. You might be right as I, I'm thinking about it. I think it was four. Because li- literally the first the first two... Okay, so... Hold on. Okay, let me think. So there's uh, eight, eight people competing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight people competing. The first question, three people were out. And then the second question, two people were out. And there was already three people left. <laughs> there were only three people left. They all got the third question right. And then Tiffany, a uh, spoiler alert, Tiffany got the fourth question right. Hey, uh, 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 uh. Um, which means our girl is HOH. She gets to see her family. Finally. Uh, second woman uh, HOH this season. First black woman HOH this season. Correct. The seventh overall. Why? HOH. The seventh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think so. Monica, yep. Shima, Kalia, Danielle, Bailey, Natalie. Seven. Yeah. Wild. Look at that. Um, and then they also threw in an extra little thing that I'm really glad they did. Uh, the extra component is that after the competition, they all needed to grab an envelope that was going to have some undisclosed amount of BB bucks to spend in the next mm-hmm. thing. Because this is the thing, right? We were going in at, at this point. There would have only been... Uh, four, well now, three people eligible, like if, if they didn't have any other opportunities to grab people, like Sterling would have been three people eligible. No, no, it would have been two people eligible because prior to this head of house competition, well, prior to actually the, even the veto, Mm-hmm. So like when they when they actually did the second week, people got their money and whoever played played. The only people at that time that were eligible going forward would have been Hannah, Big D, Derek X, and uh, Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then now Derek X gone, Xavier BB bankrupt. Yep. So it would have only been Hannah and Big D that could go for. <laughs> okay, that makes it that makes it less racist than I thought it was. What? what? <laughs> Vaughn, what? <laughs> uh, I almost don't want to explain myself, but I will say no, 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 no. We, we, you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> I do want to though. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, I'll let you have this. Go ahead. So I felt like 
or I should say, I feel like generally speaking, they want to keep the game interesting and entertaining. And I do believe that Derek X, I don't think they're fudging the numbers. I do think Derek X was getting that many votes to be like the number, you know, to get all the BB bucks he got. Oh, and, absolutely. And for him to go into next week, guaranteed to be able to play that coin of destiny game. That was like going to be amazing to see grant, you know, provided he didn't win this HOH, obviously provided he would have stayed. And then, and then if he didn't win the HOH and then with him going home from a storytelling, you know, or an, an entertainment element, this person who is an underdog in the game, because let's be real, like the cookout is the power in the game. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy to wow. say. <laughs> like, I there are these moments where it seems like they introduce components or factors or moments to allow for people to be able to get um, the underdog to be able to compete. And like have a fair shot. Okay. And it seems like it seemed like to me with Derek X gone, that that moment goes away. But now they're like throwing in extra BB bucks so that more people, generally speaking, can play. But when you break down who was eligible to play, and you mentioned basically black people, uh, <laughs> like just the uh, los dos. Yeah, it's just like, okay, what are y'all really doing here? Why are y'all trying to take this away? But then I got to take this step back and go, it's not a race thing, Vaughn. It just so happens that the group in power is all of the same race. <laughs> it is. It, it was intentional for that group to have come together because they are all of the same race. Uh, but it hits different when it's Black. <laughs> Whereas every other season, it's been because they're all white. <laughs> you shouldn't have let me do this. I I now regret <laughs> having tried to explain myself. You done? I don't know. Okay, work. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's our that's our week. <laughs> and what a week. So you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. House guest of the week. I'm having trouble again. Are you really? <laughs> kind of. Cause I'm I'm in between um I'm in between two people. Mm-hmm. But go, go, going through going through it all, considering everything, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to again give my house guest of the week to Tiffany. Correct. Me too. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, well, I love the week. The reason why. Well, because the reason I was I was between her and Xavier. Me too. See, I knew it. You, when you it. said you were between two people. I was like, great. I wonder if he's going to say my number one or my number two. Right. Okay. So with Tiffany, number of reasons. She's now HOH, first black woman of the season. Seventh overall, like we said. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that she stood her ground with that conversation with Big D, a moment I'm here for. Mm-hmm. The way that she was sort of like throwing out these pitches for people to use on other people. Mm-hmm. That's power. That, yeah. that is that is some power right there. And then for you to have one of those strategies be to put someone in your alliance on the block and they were okay with it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying and- to think if there was anything else. The only thing I'll add to that is to like the 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 moment where she's speaking her mind and not she's not compromising. I I admire those those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. And nobody knows she's 40. <laughs> 40 or 41, I forgot if her birthday happened or not. Oh no, her birthday happened. Did it? Oh, you better than me. You know I, don't know, I don't know nobody's birthday. I was trying to remember. I, I think her birthday did happen. So 41. Okay. Wild. Did we make it? That's we week. made it. That's the week. That. And it's, it's going to be interesting uh, because I'm like, kind of, I feel like I sat back a little bit once I saw the Tiffany one. Because when it came down to the wire for that HOH, I was like, oh, is it going to be... It was, you know, Tiffany, Hannah, and Alyssa. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Especially once that split happened where Tiffany said true and then Hannah and Alyssa said false. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Either it's down to Alyssa and a cookout member or a cookout member just one. Let's see what happens. Um, I I sat back once it was Tiffany, but then having our conversation just now and me thinking about the everybody's tally to know that Big D has enough money to to play the coin of destiny, and knowing the tension between Big D and Tiffany, I really wonder what's about to happen with that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, it is possible because the thing is too, she has to name her nominees first mm-hmm. before they do the coin of destiny. So it'll be interesting. Um, so who do you think she's going to put up beside Xavier since he's the third nominee? Right, right. Um, I think she might ask a cookout member to also, oh no, she shouldn't. It would have to be she has to put up Alyssa and Claire. Right? I don't No, she so. has to do No, she has to put up uh SB and Alyssa. I don't think so. No? Mm-mm. Cause she's aligned with Claire and everybody else is in the cookout. But what but what's her plan with the cookout? Like what what was her, her strategy? That they always have at least an, an, enough votes to to keep them safe. But also, 
you're you're forgetting a part of it. <laughs> Go ahead. So that to throw off suspicion, they always put one of them up on the block, like with like their their number one outside the cookout. Oh right. So then, well, Xavier's already up. So would it have to be? Oh, you're thinking SB and Kylan? Absolutely. Wow. Because mm-hmm. even then, they still got the majority. True. That's Trixie. Because, yeah, Hannah doesn't have her number one anymore. The only people left with their number one is her and Kylan. Mm-hmm. And I guess Xavier sort of. And technically but, Xavier, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he kind of adopted Alyssa once Christian left. Right. That's, huh, we'll see. So that's my it guess. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got got our, our predictions out there. We will see what happens. We'll see if this Coin of Destiny gets played. Um, I'm I'm here for the drama, so I really do hope that Big D gets it and wins it because he has to play and then also win. Um, I really hope he wins it and just adds some more disruption because we eventually, I don't think we're quite there yet. Still too many variables, but we're eventually going to get to a space where we got to start talking about who from the six is going to do what and go how far. Yeah, it's just so. It is. Um, but I will say our predictions before we even started this season, I'm on track so far. No, t- uh, Whitney's not in the game anymore. I thought she was going to be the final two, but I still think Xavier's in a really strong position to win. He is. And who was your number but one? Now- <laughs> at the beginning of the season? Yeah. At the at the, the beginning of the season, it was Aza and Hannah. Oh wow. <laughs> where where have you landed now? Um Tiffany and Hannah. Mmm, I see it. But listen anything happened. Anything happen, so we'll see. Well, all right, that's it, y'all. That's the show. (laughs) 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 Um, come on back so we can see if we're right and how right we were. I guess I don't know. How can they reach us though? Um, you know what? You would you would do well to email us at bbbrothersalliance at gmail dot com. Um, or if you feel like opening the mail app feels weird to communicate with people who are doing a podcast, you could also uh, do social media. Not the mail app. I'm so done with you. But <laughs> yeah, if you didn't want to open that app, you could open your Instagram app, go in that little search bar, type in the Brothers Alliance, all one word, Brothers E-R-S, no A. Sorry about it, not sorry. Uh, but again, the Brothers Alliance, all one word, no periods, no dashes, no underscores, none of that. A little extra, but, you know, we try to keep it cute from time to time. 
And with that, we will catch y'all next week, probably. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how we feel. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs>